You are listening to the Revolutionary Force in Professional Wrestling Podcast for over 20 years. Reviews, interviews, shoots, news, and opinions like no other. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Ring Scoops. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode here on the Ring Scoops podcast. This is ringscoops.com. I'm that Ring Scoops guy. Joined with me is my partner in crime, uh, the kitty cat. Cat, what's going on? Not much. Just dealing with some craziness of Matt Fucksticks. Ah, <laughs> yes. Matt Fiddlesticks. <laughs> uh, you say fiddlesticks, I say fucksticks. Anyway, this man is definitely not a riddle. He's just a high, stupid motherfucker. Wow, we're, coming, we're starting off right out of the gate, ladies and gentlemen. This is the running of the bulls in Spain, the wrestling edition with Matt Fucksticks. Wow. Straight up. Well, yeah, th- this is <laughs> this whole thing going on with Matt Riddle is just fucking ridiculous, man. Like, I just, I, I don't, I don't get this guy. I really don't. He's got, he's got a lot of fucking problems. Straight up, I asked my my boss, who's literally a non wrestling fan, my lead, and I, I was explaining it all to him, and I said, okay, does this make sense to you? Out of all places, you can ban your quote-unquote stalker only the performance center if she was a threat to your wife and your family wouldn't you ban her from your house and he never he never did file a restraining order that way right he only in the restraining order it was only for the performance center because he didn't want her to work for wwe ah so if yeah no that's that's a great uh catch right there because if if he didn't do it on any other personal level but only did it at a place within the industry that they both work in that would prevent her from working then that's fucked up even more oh yeah especially since it was proven multiple times that she was actually supposed to go work a couple of times as an extra for nxt for raw and everything because they liked her and when he filed for that they had to put a stop to it and she's located out of out of florida correct i do believe so yeah so it would have been easy for her to go especially in the pandemic era here when they're doing everything in florida it'd be easy commute for her so it'd be easier for wwe to hire her on as an extra for certain things compared to like if they hired somebody from like california or new york where they'd have to like fly them out Oh yeah. So yeah, you know. that's yeah, that's a that's a huge deal. I did not know about that. Um, that's wow. That's the Twitter f- world, man. The Twitter world. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I'm 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 active on Twitter. I'm just not. I guess I'm not that active outside of my own bubble. Um, I'm, I'm not I, active out of my own bubble, but when this whole thing came out of him retracting this restraining order. Mm-hmm. Three days before the judge was about to dismiss it. I'm sorry, that's a that's ladies and gentlemen, that is fishy as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh three days ago, for everybody out there, if if they don't know, three days ago, um Matt Riddle's lawyer, Daniel Rose, tweeted out a statement 
And this time it, it, it was actually a screenshot. It, it wasn't handwritten on a post-it or on a CD or it wasn't like that. It was, this was an actual statement that he put out. Uh, it starts off with this quote on July 14, 2020, our client, Matthew Riddle only sought a cyber stalking injunction against Samantha Tavel. The court, set it for hearing as they found probable cause for the matter to be heard. It was represented to our client and our firm that Ms. Tavel had moved on with her life and our client would no longer need to continue with the cyberstalking injunction. Our client then dismissed the cyberstalking injunction without prejudice, which left all of his legal remedies open and allowed for closure. Today, our client has elected to file a civil suit against Ms. Tavel for her continued false and defamatory statements that our client sexually assaulted her. No further statements will be made on social media on this matter at this time. End quote. I, I find it very interesting, the, 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 that last sentence, no further statements will be made on social media at the matter at this time. So we're not expecting to hear anything from Matt Riddle or his, his, his legal team on social media about this, but I would like to have an open invite right now to Daniel Rose. I know Matt Riddle ain't going to do it because he's a WWE superstar and the company's going to tell him not to do it. But Daniel Rose, if you're listening to this, you have an open invitation, buddy. You said you're not going to make a statement on social media about this, but you got an open invitation to come here on the show right here on ringscoops.com. We'll talk about it, man. I'll give you a platform. I want to know what your thought process is on this entire uh, bullshit case of Matt Riddle. And you can't fucking, even get your facts straight on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Matt Riddle going to file a civil suit against Miss Tavel. What the hell is that supposed to be about? For what? Uh, that that that's what's so funny is that it, it's a whole thing of well, we dismissed it back then. No, you did not. You got called out by her media law lawyer and we're told, where are your documents to back up these claims that she caught, she threatened physical harm to Matt Riddle with a, with a weapon that you claim in your paperwork? I, I've read it online. You can literally go find the entire case online. Mm -hmm. Um Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I, I may not be a lawyer, but I'm a woman who's been divorced. I know you can go find anything on the internet. Yeah, that's the thing. A lot of people don't realize a lot of these things, they're public record. Legit. One of the things that was being stated in his thing was that Samantha Travel, a.k.a. Candy Cat Wright, released Lisa Riddle's phone number. Ladies and gentlemen, again, as you just said, that's public record, and stated that she released their address. No, a fan released Matt Riddle's address. Newsflash, you can go online right now. You can type in Jonathan Good, Renee Good. Guess what? You're going to go find their house in Las Vegas. Sad but true. I mean, I would never do that, but yeah, the info is definitely out there. It. I would never do that, but it's out there. Yeah. I've seen fans do it on Tumblr. I've seen them do it on Twitter. I've seen it done everywhere. Again, we're also going back to that whole thing with Sonya Deville. That's the whole problem that is today. 
every wrestler's address is on public record. You can literally type in their name. Hell, you can type in my name. You'll find my address. Oh, same here. You just look up, see, you know, the registration for my, my domain name and my info. Exactly. I've had plenty of people prank phone call me. I've had a guy uh, one time, a long time ago, deliver a, a pizza to my house. I have no idea how it even made it past the point of, you know, getting it here, but somebody did. I got our doorbell ring one day and the Domino's was standing out there and I, I didn't order a pizza. You know, it, it's the insanity of the internet. But my issue with this whole thing is literally when you want to make claims, as her lawyer said, there said, what's his lawyer's name? Daniel Ross? Daniel Rose. Daniel Rose, back your fucking shit up. Mm. If you're going to make a claim, make sure you got proof to back it up. And that's why they created the civil lawsuit is because of the fact that every single thing that they put on the paperwork for the restraining order, her lawyer destroyed and broke down and went, where's the evidence of this? Where's the evidence of this? Where's the evidence of this? Can you actually give us the actual date? Because what they said was that in February of 2020, she came to the performance center and made a big scene. Now all of a sudden, Daniel Rose is retracting it and saying that it was December 2019, the day after the last taping for 2019 of NXT. Yeah. Uh, that's a big fucking difference. And and that was it when in the uh, trial brief. No, that was in the newest paperwork that he filed. Okay. And so the lawyer got the date wrong. <laughs> the lawyer got the date wrong. And then all this other facts that were given, literally, he said, oh, well, it happened this, 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 this. Now, all of a sudden, the entire story is changing. <sighs> I always, the entire I always find story it... is now changing now that she has a lawyer that's literally uh, demanding. I think you know this, the slap. Yeah, I was, I was going to bring that up. Uh, that she... Um, uh, Candy Cartwright, she has gotten help from uh, Times Up uh, Legal Defense Fund, which connects sexual misconduct victims with legal and PR assistance. So that's kind of cool that she's got that going for her. Because I know she was literally sending it to Maria May, to Mariah May, which we were talking about last week. Yeah. No, I'm 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 happy for it. She, I mean, she sounds like she's got a competent team that's going to back her on this, going up against Daniel Rose. Who I just I always find it funny when lawyers, law firms, and even paralegals get information such as like dates wrong or something like that because that is something that people will think is a minor detail in a in a in a normal document in a normal place of work like an office something like that. It could be a very minor thing, but certain things like the legal system, the law. Every detail counts. And if you mess a data, you screwed up. That's how I won my court case a year ago. I, I studied up on everything, uh, you know, close related to my matter. I went into court before I can even make my case. The judge says that he's going to throw the case out. I had my whole argument ready, right? I had statutes ready to throw out the, uh, uh, at the, uh, the lawyer. 
But the fucking judge throws it out, says, you guys forgot an address for him to respond. So I'm dismissing this. I sat there with the biggest look on my face, like, what the fuck just happened? Because incompetency. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, Daniel Rose is also dealing with another big incompetency that uh, her lawyer is also now filing for. Also, uh, you know how he says that his uh, assistant can help him with every single one of the dates. You mean that same assistant and that same wife that is now gotten caught for making a bunch of social media accounts to attack Candy Cat, right? And, and, and attack who, who, any fan that promotes her? To clarify, who are you, who are you talking about? Uh, it was his assistant, Dylan. I can't remember his last name. Daniel Rose's assistant? No, Matt Riddle's. Matt Riddle's assistant, okay. Matt Riddle's personal assistant and his wife, Lisa Riddle, mm. have been caught making okay. several social media accounts going after Candy Cat Right, going after Jamie Siegel, going after anybody that speaks out against Matt Riddle. Okay, I just wanted to clarify, like, exactly who you were talking to because you kept saying, you know, him, his, all that stuff. Okay. So yeah, it, it was all it's literally his assistant, Matt Riddle's assistant. And that's the whole thing is um Daniel Daniel Rose is now gonna have to scramble with that because that's now been released of statements about that when um they went right before the judge dismissed it all. And that's the one thing like they're gonna go after is you want to prove that she's the unstable one. You literally are having your wife and your personal assistant personally attack her mm. on social media. Doesn't look good. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, I hope I hope Candy Cartwright gets everything that she needs to get done taken against Matt Riddle. I hope Matt Riddle, um, I hope he has to pony up some big cash. I hope uh, he doesn't just get a slap on the wrist. Um, I, I believe that when this is all said and done, I WWE is going to take some kind of an action against them because if, if it comes out that, he, you know, if, if the court officially says that what she is claiming that he has done is 100% true and it's a it's a stone cold case closed fact then WWE is not going to tolerate that WWE is going to fire him in two minutes oh yeah oh yeah and then of course we'll probably see him in you know action park wrestling show up and <laughs> he's going to cut a promo about you know the brass ring and, and stuff like that <laughs> uh. Oh, stupidity. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. To to clarify that uh, a the assistant's name is Dylan Kaplan. Dylan Kaplan. Both of them were caught in July and August and even in June when the whole thing came out of mm. making several social media accounts. To smear Candy Cat Right. 
to get fans behind Matt Riddle. I'm assuming his Twitter handle used to be decap2513. The account doesn't exist anymore. But when I Google searched his name, it said, uh, you know, some, some keywords came up such as full sale and whatnot. So I'm assuming that's Mm -hmm. probably him. Oh yeah. So he's, he's deactivated his Twitter. It looks like. Yeah. Because the fact that people called him out for all this, for uh, the smearing. Yeah. But I just wanted to point out something that a, a fan Southern said that I actually had to agree with. Mm. And this was from a couple of days ago when everything went down. It says, if this wasn't clear a while ago, Matt Riddle and his wife have lied repeatedly in order to protect his career and only his career. If Candy Catwright was such a threat to their family, why was the restraining order only filed for the address of the WWE Performance Center? Hmm. Okay. Why just the Performance Center? Especially since uh, another thing is, again, you know, the, wor- the world of the internet and social media and everything else. Matt Riddle's own words are now being used against him. Yeah, why rightfully so. Um, there was an interview that was brought up, that the lawyer brought up, her lawyer, um, from 2013 when he was still in UFC. To which Matt Riddle stated, I smoke weed so that I don't kill my kids and my crazy ass wife. Wait, can you, yeah, can you repeat that? Yeah, he literally stated that he smoked marijuana to put up with his children and to put up with his crazy ass wife so that he doesn't kill them. What the fuck? He said that word for word in the news article. Let me see if I can actually pull it up and send it to you. Oh my God. That's amazing. I don't, why, why would, oh my God, why would you, why would you say that? Why would you admit that? Why would you put that on record? Like, it's bad enough if a fucking person thinks that shit or has to deal with that instead of hitting it head on and addressing their own issues. But that's beside the point because that's just nitpicking on their own personal way of fucking living. But still, put that shit on the fucking record for what? Why? That That is just stupid. Yeah. It was literally because he was admitting that they fired him because of the fact that he was smoking marijuana. And he goes, it's me taking my medicine. His medicine. What kind of, uh, what kind of uh, medical situation does he have that he needs that as medicine? <laughs> Other than being a, I didn't know being a douchebag was a fucking disorder. (laughs) But yeah, it it was, it was absolutely insane. I remember, I'm going to see if I can still find it again, but I remember seeing the 
the article was literally issued into her lawyer's response. And I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> I just, I'm just in awe about this whole fucking thing. This is just a huge fucking mess on Matt Riddle's side because he's fucking scrambling. That's that's for damn sure. Yeah, literally the number one joke is Matt Riddle's. Uh, well, what was the joke that we said about Matt Riddle's lawyer? He's a uh, better call Saul. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. The funny thing, Saul Goodman, a fictional <laughs> fucking character, has a little bit more integrity than fucking Daniel Rose. That's for damn sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Matt Riddle should have called Saul. <laughs> Shit, at this point, he'd be saying, give me Jimmy. Straight up. Yep. Jesus. But literally, in an article with UFC, he literally sat there and said, flat out, that he smokes marijuana to deal with his kids and to deal with his wife and that he had a card to do so. And that's why UFC fired him. I wonder whose decision in the UFC it was to fire him. Dana White's. Was it Dana White that actually fired him? It was Dana White's. And he fired him. It's on record that Dana White has has said that he fired him for the marijuana? Uh-huh. Well, Dana Weissheather said that he fired him because he was a piece of shit. Well, gee, I he would he he would have inside knowledge of that. He worked with him for God how long? So mm-hmm. and that was uh that Dana White talked about that about a year ago, right? I'm seeing the headlines here on USA Today and MMAfighting.com. The dates are roughly in the late September 2019. Yeah, because the fact that he sat there and said, see, Dana White's going to see that it was a bad idea to fire me. Okay. And it was just like, uh, what? Yeah, I see it right here on this article on USAToday.com. By Nolan King, dated September 27th, 2019, says, uh, for years after his forced departure from the world's most high-profile MMA promotion following positive marijuana tests, Riddle and UFC President Dana White exchanged a war of words. In the years since his release, Riddle has openly vocalized his dislike for MMA fans' attitudes and White himself to social media posts and interviews. Fast forward to 2019, and Riddle has become a major star in the world of professional wrestling. After he garnered a cult following on the independent wrestling scene from 2014-2018, Riddle signed with WWE in July 2018. Wow. So, yeah, there it is right there. His uh, world's uh, most high-profile MMA promotion following is positive marijuana tests. Mm-hmm. And Dana White, who will protect a lot of the guys under UFC contract. Dana White. Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Especially if you make money for him, he will protect you. And I I think Matt Riddle made a lot of money for the UFC. I mean, nope. he, 
he became a big name, right? Dana White said that Matt Riddle only made $162,000. Oh, well, to me, that's a lot of money. I guess in the <laughs> UFC corporate world, that's not a lot, but. That's not a lot, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so Dana White, very outspoken guy. Dana White is, is he's, um, I was trying to find the right word for this. I don't want to, he's, um, he has a, a, a tolerance for certain things. So if he got rid of Matt Riddle because of marijuana, then yeah, there has to be something more to it. And he saw the positive marijuana results as a way to say, you know what, now we got something to get rid of him that would not cause a backlash and would not make us look bad. Oh yeah. That's, that's my assumption. And I, dude, if that's the case, if you've pissed off Dana White like that, you have to be a piece of shit probably. You did something that he didn't agree with. And I don't agree with Dana White on a lot of things. I, I disagree with the dude on a lot of his cores. But if you've worked with somebody for a certain amount of time, you get to know that person. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm going to believe Dana White his assessment of a guy like Matt Riddle over, you know, somebody else, like, I don't know. If your brother came up to me and was just like, Hey, Matt Riddle's a piece of shit. I'm going to have a million questions for your brother. But if exactly. Dana White says Matt Riddle piece of shit, I'm gonna be like, well, I mean, fuck, you dealt with the guy for a couple of years. You would know. That's and- like if some, some person on the street came up to me, you know, and goes, yo, I listen to your podcast with McAvoy. McAvoy's a fucking bum. I'm going to be like, well, fuck you, man. But like if Max, if Max mom calls me up and says my son's a bum, I'm going to be like, wait, your son's a bum. <laughs> no offense to McAvoy or his mom. They're both great people, but you get what I'm saying, right? Exactly. Literally, Daniel Rose's argument, and this is what's sad and depressing, his entire argument is what happened to Sonia Deville? Whose argument that is that? About the the whole thing with Candy Catwright. The nope. only thing that's mentioned in his statement is, well, look what happened to Sonia Deville. He says that it bring shows the extent people will go to harm others. And also accuses without explanation travel travel of being behind the leak of nude photos of Matt Riddle last year. Whose statement that one's also was that? A good one. That was a statement made in the uh, paperwork. From who? From uh, Daniel Rose. It, the, it was in the court paperwork. The lawyer. Yeah. The in lawyer the, in, tried in to the, compare. Sorry to cut you off, but the lawyer. I'm trying to wrap my head around this. Uh, the lawyer, the lawyer who is supposed to have passed an ethics review <laughs> to do his job has compared Candy Cartwright to a crazed fan that wanted to kill, rape, decapitate people. Sonia Deville, her girlfriend, her mother. Yeah. Her ex-girlfriend. Yeah. In what fucking world? One, does that make sense? Two, would 
a person think that that's okay to fucking compare? Exactly. And then to sit there and go, she had to be the one who leaked Matt Riddle's nude photo. First of all, dude, welcome to the internet again. I'm going to keep saying it because you're a fucking dumb fuck and you obviously need to know how the internet works. You obviously need to go back to school, dude. Um, legit, the same day Matt Riddle's nude photo was released, so was Dash Wilder. I can't know. I can't remember what the fuck his damn name is now in AEW. Um, it's like Dax something or whatever. He's something um, like that, yeah. Okay. If she was the one that was wanting to leak the photo, sweetheart, she would have leaked the photo the same way that Seth Rollins' former fiance did. <laughs> she would have hacked into his fucking Twitter account and posted the fucking photo. Yeah, and you would think that that would be considered an actual count in the whole case, too. A civil case is going to be more than the defamation. That would be um, a count towards, I guess, depending on what state they're in, too. I, I don't think it's a federal law for revenge porn. I know in California it is, but uh, whatever state that this is being filed in, I assume Florida. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the laws are out there. I, I mean, I'm, shit, I'm still just learning this shit myself, but I, I'm more versed in california law than i am other states but it, it just this is the most pettiest <laughs> child like every statement in the, the the paperwork for why they were filing this motion it's like a five-year-old and i have a five-year-old mm, yeah who wrote this shit Yeah, I don't, I, you know, hold on. I saw a tweet a minute ago from a buddy of mine that replied to the uh, the lawyer of uh, Matt Riddle to Daniel Rose. And what the way he worded it, because this dude's got a way with words. My buddy Steve, he, uh, he runs the Minty Retro Games uh, Twitch. But oh, yeah. I want to I read this reply of his because it's just it's great here it is so he replied back to daniel rose saying quote when the traffic ticket lawyer loses a real court case and has to downgrade and be petty go tell your wife to come to your defense again like you little crybaby you are end quote i love that traffic ticket lawyer daniel rose you know there was a term that we used to use way back in the day ambulance chaser that's what Daniel Rose is. He's a fucking ambulance chaser, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this fucking guy. This fucking guy. I just, I, I don't know. I, th I think just based off of all the stuff that's public record, stuff that we've talked about, the statements that we've read, and this, this definitely is the... the the long arm of justice is swinging in the direction, leaning towards Candy Cartwright winning this thing. Matt Riddle, his case is being torn apart. It's, they're scrambling. 
They're, they're trying to call audibles every single day. And that's not good. Like you got to have some concrete stuff to go on and, and they're changing their shit every day. Their cake, their, their court case, their way of doing this reminds me of like uh, putting Monday Night Raw together. Vince McMahon is changing the show during the show. And you right. can't do that. It, I know, it's, it, it's literally like this whole thing of, you know, it, it's seriously so hilarious that, like you said, it's it's a whole like changing of the show. You know, if you, many people are even speaking out about it going, wait a minute, if you're going to fire Legero, if you're going to fire Jack Gallagher, if you're going to fire Travis Banks, based on the accusations of them, why are you saying you're only going to investigate Matt Riddle? Austin Theory and Velveteen Dream. What makes those three guys so different than the others? Well, I, I think the other ones were released after their investigation. Either those guys had confessed or there was enough evidence and it wasn't ongoing cases, so they got rid of them. I think with Matt Riddle's case, I don't think they should fire him just yet. I think they should come to that decision based off of the conclusion of this of this case, this legal case. But in my opinion, what they should do, and the same thing with Velveteen Dream, is that Matt Riddle, Velveteen Dream, should not be on television during this time. If there's an ongoing investigation or even ongoing court case, they should not be on television. That's, that, that's my opinion on that. The other ones, if there was enough evidence where you just can't deny it, if they were dead to rights on it, that's, that's it. Fuck, fire them. And it looks like that's what they did. But if it's still ongoing, don't fire them. But God dang, you know, it's like with Enzo. You know, and, mm -hmm. and, and, and there was a lot of people that had the misinformation about Enzo saying, oh, they fired him because, you know, and he turned out to be, you know, not guilty. No, they fired him because he withheld information from the company. There was an ongoing investigation and he didn't tell them about it. They had to find out the hard way. That's why they fired him. Mm-hmm. And when he was confronted and asked about it, he literally went, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Exactly. So he, he kept that from that. That's, that's two different things right there. But this with, with Matt Riddle and the Velveteen Dream, take him off of TV. There should be no reason, no reason, because you put them on TV while this is going on, then the the person that's, you know, Candy Cartwright and then um, that young man that has the accusation against Velveteen Dream, they're, you know, they're trying to escape reality, right? So they're watching some television. They're trying to get their minds off of things, and they're watching the shit, and then their abuser comes on television, and that's a huge trigger warning. Mm -hmm. that's and, and not only that but you know anyone else that you know sees this case anyone else that has a history with this if if they see this they know the details of this but then every time they see a matt riddle and it brings back their own mindsets of what happened to them then you got other people that are outside of matt riddle and velveteen dream and all that stuff that are watching this and, and you you skew your audience away from that You know, and it's like when you people can't understand like the impact of all this, and literally the whole thing for many people is the whole thing is it's ridiculous. You know, 
like this young woman should not have to still keep defending herself. At least not to the public. No. In 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 the in the court of law, yeah, obviously. You make an accusation, you have the burden of proof. But in public, this is mm-hmm. not, this is not a public thing. Everything is is public information is different than having to defend yourself in public. She doesn't have to defend herself to social media. Matt Riddle doesn't even have to defend himself to social media. This stuff needs to be done in the privacy of the court case. And then afterwards, the briefs come out to the public to know what's going on. And at that point, it's just opinion anyway. The court of law will tell you what the fact is. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just like, it, it's absolutely, the entire thing is the most insane thing. Because it's like, at the end of the day, as I said to you, it just seems a little too fucking fishy that out of all things, you say this woman threatened me physical harm. This woman threatened me this. You, this woman threatened me this. This woman, you know, you're now stating, oh, well, I was in having an affair with this woman from 2017 to 2019. That's a pretty long fucking time. Yeah. yeah when this yeah. is when this is all said and done, and if Matt Riddle loses this case, the 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 clock will be ticking until we see a tweet from his wife, probably saying that they're going to be separated. Oh no, his wife said, "So we're going to stick together. We're the Riddles. We get through anything." Yeah, yeah, when que- yeah, when questioned about the entire thing, instantly she bashes fans that respond that literally like go okay, but you know that's a that's a PR thing. In the middle of it, while it's in progress, of course, that's gonna be the the public attitude she's gonna have. Because if she shows anything otherwise, then the public opinion will swing in the other direction and they, they can't have that. Yeah. yeah. It, it's just like at the end of the day, it, it's, it, it's childish. It's stupid. The number one thing that, that pisses me off from it is Daniel Rose, don't fucking ever compare Matt Riddle to Sonia Deville. Their two cases are apples and oranges. Yeah, and in the in the process of doing that, implying that Candy Cartwright is comparable to the guy that broke into Sonia Deville's house, that's just despicable. Yeah, you're literally stating that this woman is a stalker who's never met Matt Riddle before. Yeah. But like I said, it's also a whole thing of it's kind of also fishy. 
Why is it that only the performance center was the only place she couldn't be? Mm -hmm. Yep. It's, uh, it's going to be interesting to see where this case goes. I know, uh, I know you're going to be paying attention to it. I'm going to be paying attention to it a lot too. So it should be interesting where this goes. Um, Kat, before we wrap things up, uh, do you have any uh, uh, final thoughts, any plugs, shout outs or anything like that? My only final thought is people need to learn how to do things right and use their brain. No offense here, ring scoops guy, but men, use your top head, not your bottom head. <laughs> Might help you a lot faster. Yeah. Ah, I, hey, I'm, I'm in agreement with that. <laughs> trust me. Trust me. Some of the conversations that I have with some people around here just boggle my mind because they don't think with their big head. They think with their little head. They think head. with their little head. Yeah. Absolutely. Little head. Get you into trouble. And I'm not saying that I'm squeaky clean with that. In my past, I have, I've definitely thought with the little head. Not to the point of where a lot of these guys like a Matt Riddle and everything get to, but I've done and said some stupid things that I would like to take back. But like I said, nothing to the degree of this shit. You know, it, it, it's just when literally it, it's so funny as, uh, you know, as you stated, it's like he, he's a traffic ticket lawyer. When the media law lawyer is now stepping up to you, now you're scrambling. Mm -hmm. When the actual lawyer who did media law it is going, all right, produce the facts. And at the end of the day, honestly, the minute they file this civil lawsuit, I think it's only a matter of time that they're going to retract it because Matt Riddle is going to once again get that slap and have to pay her legal fees. Not only that, but by the time that he even gets to any kind of settlement conference, any mediator, any judge, they're going to see this. They're going to look at the facts of it. And they're going to have so many questions before they even get in there. And the case is going to get thrown away real fast. Oh, yeah. It's like literally right before it was even stated in the statement about when they retracted the restraining order. The judge was going to dismiss the case. The judge found no proof and no solid evidence for it to stand. Before her lawyer even filed the response, the judge was going to throw out the case. Mm -hmm. But now Matt Riddle's own words are coming to bite him in the ass. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank everybody out there for tuning in to this episode of the Ring Scoops podcast right here on ringscoops.com, youtube.com slash ringscoops, anchor.fm slash ringscoops. If you would like to follow Ring Scoops on social media, it's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all with the same username, Ring Scoops. And also twitch.ringscoops.com if you want to check out some of the live Twitch feeds. Uh, the streams that we do, it's like Slam and Jam and whatnot. It's good stuff, man. 
And, uh, of course, ProWrestlingTees.com slash RingScoops as well for all your RingScoops merchandise. ProWrestlingTees.com slash RingScoops. That's it for this episode of the RingScoops podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. Until next time, I'm that RingScoops guy saying thank you, good night, and be cool.